0: Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispie, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem
1: of a detour. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.
0: Hello, and you are listening to Lockdown Parenting Hell with me, Rob Beckett, and my man, Josh Winnokun.
1: Hello. I think that's the first like time that? I've ever been anyone's man. Delighted. My yeah. man.
0: I love saying that. I love saying that out loud. Um, yeah, I can't imagine many people <laughs> refer to you in that way.
1: No, no. I've never been <laughs> referred to in that way. I've never been... I mean, when I say I've never been anyone's man, obviously, I've, I've had four or five relationships in my life. Yeah, but, um,
0: yeah. And half of them were sexual, weren't they, Josh?
1: <laughs> exactly. Half of them were sexual. <laughs> Um, um, how
0: are you? Certainly not the current one um, but... <laughs> but remember, you know, class is permanent, form is temporary
1: um, I'm alright, yeah, I'm good, I'm very good actually um, yeah. Yesterday, so the weekend, so I got drunk on Saturday night and I, I mean this, I, I, I used to be able to do anything hungover I used to be fine Parenting hungover is the worst and yes I don't know how this happened, right? So I've spent the whole week trying to do things to stop my daughter watching Sarah and Doug. And yesterday, the roles were reversed and she wanted to play in the garden. And I was begging her to watch TV. (laughs) Just one episode. Can't we just watch one episode? And she (laughs) wasn't right. And I was like, what's wrong with you? Oh, brutal. They know, don't they? They know you're
0: weak. They can smell it. It's like a dog, they can smell fear.
1: I was just like, please, we'll just watch one episode. Let me, let me watch an episode of Sarah and Duck, please.
0: Do you know what my trick is? I wouldn't do it if I was solo parented, but sometimes I make sure I get so drunk that the first three hours of the morning when I wake up, I'm still a bit tipsy. Yeah. The morning feels pretty fun and then the afternoon really hits, but you're closer to bedtime then from a morale point of view.
1: I think it's the not, because parenting is something where you you can't go, right, let's just get this done and do it. So if I'm hungover... I'm like, and I've got to say, clean the house. I'll be right, right, I'm just going to do this. As, I'm going to do it properly as far throw myself into it. But you can't go, I'm just going to try and blast out these four hours of parenting in an hour and a half.
0: <laughs> yeah, you can't condense it. <laughs> yeah, you can't. I, Well, I find weekends were well, hard as well because because I'm working in the week. I don't do any work at weekends. And then yeah. I do the majority of the parenting. So I get up both days where Lou gets up most of the week or we get up together. But I, it's my job to get up. And, but Sunday, poor Lou had this horrendous migraine which yeah. then she was literally in bed all day. So I got up at half six with the kids, and then she was still unwell with this migraine until bedtime. Right? Just, I don't know, quarter past seven, she felt better to come downstairs yeah. with Kelly, but let's not get bogged down by those numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, as soon as they are in bed, she came down, headache <laughs> came <on. laughs> that's, not, that's just a coincidence, isn't it? Uh, a bit worried now, because I know she listens to this. Um,
1: yeah, th- yeah. join me on the uh, worried, because you, you, you know your partner listens to this. I've already uh, made that mistake this episode. <laughs>
0: But in my defence, Lou did once say to me when I had a broken ankle and I couldn't do much of the childcare, she walked into the room I was in with my foot up and I was playing on my PlayStation and she said to me, you need to get better or die. So I think that's a fair 50-50 on that. But, so I was exhausted yesterday. It was a tough day yesterday. Um, So this morning, we were both knackered. We both said, look, you're still not well, Lou, and I've got stuff to do. Let's let's get up together with them. So... Mm. At quarter past five this morning, the two-year-old started screaming and was up for the day. And I, I'm not, like, trying to convince him, but ready for the day. I gave her the iPad on Netflix, didn't even pick a programme. Let her get, She might be watching Michael Jordan, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I, I gave her her iPad and let her have her iPad. I went back to bed and slept. And at 8.30 in the morning, the two-year-old climbed on me and said, Daddy, my eyes hurt. <laughs> Could <Can> you <laughs> Three hours of iPad, <laughs> and I never normally let her watch that much. But we were so yeah, tired. My eyes oh. hurt.
1: My eyes hurt.
0: Oh, bless her. So I think she knew it's not. <laughs> but that was that was hard.
1: Oh, imagine was... how can you watch that much
0: iPad? She'd done the Titanic before eight thirty a.m. <laughs> but I, I'd I feel a bit guilty. We're not normally that bad. Normally, iPads for us were reserved for holidays. Or like long car journeys, or stuff that was a bit out of the norm, and then like an occasional treat. Or if one of us was yeah. ill or really hung over, we'd just let them have their iPads to give us to it because for them it was such a treat. But now yeah. they're, they're on it a lot, which is not great. Yeah. What you're gonna do? I'm on my iPad a lot.
1: Yeah, well, that's the problem, isn't it? Do you? I, I feel so guilty looking at my phone around her. But yeah. conversely, oh, so this, this. I'm not going to name who this is. Is this okay? My friend, when he, I don't know if he still does it, but he had a, like a baby that's not, obviously not conscious of what you're doing. Do you know what okay. I mean? Yeah. So let say she's six months. So when he was doing the early morning parenting, he used to um, have one of those Apple earbuds in, just one of them, oh. and then angle his head away so he could just listen to podcasts throughout the experience. Yes. Do you think that's acceptable?
0: So what? What was the baby doing? Just sort of sleeping. So no, about... no,
1: the baby would be in his arms, and he'd be playing peekaboo with them. But at the same time, he'd have one of the Apple earphones in,
0: yeah, his
1: head so the baby can't see that he's also, you know, listening to um a podcast about NBA.
0: I think that is excellent. I think Do that's, you? E- Yeah. So if they you sat with watching stuff, they don't really. They're not watching a show with you so that you experience the drama of the show together. They just want to be with they're they're up stuff so you've got your arm and when they're that young as well I used to listen to podcasts all the time and I walked yeah. them for miles and miles when they were newborn. but now they, they're like two and four I don't because it feels rude yeah. like they want to interact it
2: feels rude
0: do you know what I mean <laughs> but I try sometimes if they're watching telly and I'm tidying up I'll have one earbud in tidying up because I can do so much more tidying with a podcast on than yeah. I would without and then I've got one ear open to hear them you know what I mean yeah so yeah, I think
1: uh, that's fine. I buy that. That's um, a great, great tip. Do you want some correspondence? Oh,
0: always. It's the lockdown parody mailbag. But it's actually
1: emails and there's no bag. Okay, this is under um, things uh, we've bought to survive. Yeah. So I'm going to uh, send you this as a, um, as a picture.
0: The cardboard fort.
1: Yeah, so it's a picture of a cardboard castle, right? Yeah. In the corner of a room. Hi, Josh and Rob. Uh, we've bought our three boys this massive cardboard castle, but it is so big that we've had to sell the corner unit and a chair to fit it into the house.
0: Oh, that's too much.
1: Fuck my life, Becca and Kieran. So they've basically bought a, a castle they'd misjudged the size on. Yeah. And because the children don't want to get rid of it, they've had to sell their furniture to fit it into the corner of their house.
0: I don't know if it's got enough...
1: Enough going for it to sell a chair and a and a yeah. corner unit.
0: Exactly yeah.
1: Have you, um? do you worry about, like, have you got a lot of kid stuff up and around your house, like play stuff?
0: Yes, we've got, I tell you what we bought that was quality, it was half price, because they're normally mental money, and it's the most middle class thing we've ever seen, a wobble board. A wobble board is like a Scandinavian thing that's like a big, no, that smiley face, that, that's like, that sort of shape. Yeah, yeah,
1: like, that like, shape, half, yeah, like, like a crescent.
0: A, a crescent, like half a circle type thing. Yeah. And they stand on it and wobble, and they jump over it, and, and so I have got one of them, and yeah. they loved it. About yeah. hour and a half, and now yeah. I just trip over this massive bit of wood that's too expensive to get out the house.
1: So what are you going to do with it? You've just got it in the house.
0: Yeah, but I, I'm sort of just tripping over it, hoping that they'll play with it again. But there are there are a number of things in our house. For example, this again, I'm, I'm heading towards an argument with my wife when she listens to this. She wanted these um, IKEA little shelf things that screw into a wall. And this other thing, a blackboard that we were going to write and what we were going to do to screw into a wall. Something else for the kids to hang their stuff on to screw into a wall. And I said, look, let's not screw anything into a wall because you may change your mind. Let's just put it there for a bit and see if they use it. No, got screwed into a wall. Months later, I don't like that. Loads of holes in the wall. So oh. I would suggest Don't put anything into a wall no. Until you've seen That they definitely You know It's a long term thing.
1: Like that I- IKEA kitchen That I had to make The little IKEA kitchen You keep
0: bringing that up You're so proud of building that Yeah you?
1: but it had attachments That you were meant to Screw it to the wall And I was like There's absolutely no way I'm doing that
0: Well yeah in case it falls on them In but
1: I Yeah know. but do you know what I'd prefer i prefer to take the risk Of it falling on her Than have to do that polyfiller in <laughs> six months
0: Life is a highway and on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.
2: This episode is brought to you by Smart Food Popcorn. Some decisions aren't the best, like skipping ahead in your favorite podcast. Think of all the banter you'll miss. The lore in the making. Luckily, Smart Food Popcorn is a no-brainer. Deliciously tasty and available in a variety of fun flavours. It's a smart decision every time. Smart food. Add smart. To learn more, visit smartfood.com.
1: Right. Thank you for your correspondence. Uh, Anything that you've bought that has been a disaster, we're always looking for it. Or any tales of lockdown parenting, hell. this is how to get in touch.
0: Email us hello at lockdownparenting.co.uk. Or we're on Twitter, at Lockdown Parents. We've got an incredible guest this week, a comedian, writer, actor, professional northern lady as well, wouldn't you say, Josh?
1: I'd say, genuinely, uh, the best person ever to come out of Hull.
0: Yeah, she, when I think of a northern accent, I think of Lucy Beaumont. Um, and she's the wife of John Richardson, who we had on last week. So we are cross-examining them. Like a detective duo, really, isn't it, Josh? Exactly.
1: If you want, if you heard John Richardson's story about the curry, you're about to get oh. a witness account of it.
0: Yes, It'll be, all of the curry details will be explained in full. Enjoy.
1: Lucy Beaumont, Hello.
3: Hello. Hello. Hi. How are you doing? Yeah, good. Well, yeah. It's a funny one, isn't it? Because, I'll be honest with you, I'm really enjoying myself. <laughs> but then, I, obviously, then I, I, like, I talk to someone or I read a paper and and then I'm I'm yeah, not. I'm, yeah. but, but mostly, yeah. <laughs> I'm all right. I could do a year of this. You could do a year? Well, wow. the thing is, I was already insane.
1: <laughs> 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 Where are you at this moment?
3: Right at the moment, I'm in the garage, which... You may know, it's been tending into the sort of pub.
0: So, do you still call it the garage or the pub? Because
1: it's called Rick the dog and to...
3: bastard. Even the child calls it the dog and bastard.
0: Oh, really? <laughs> really? <laughs> Are you okay with that?
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. That's why we moved here. So, we'd have a child who would say bastard at three and a half.
0: Oh, he's got a bastard.
3: Yeah. Some words sound better southern, don't they? The C word sounds better southern, but I do think the B word sounds better. Northern.
0: That's a definite. Does are there any still southern words she says, or is it all she fully northern now? She's
3: um fully. She's sort of um, fifty percent northern and fifty percent Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, she's like, "Hey guys, going in the dug, bastard."
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, what's that?
3: She's just heckled, saying um, it wasn't me. It was Carol Baskin. (laughs)
0: <laughs>
3: what we to say. I'm getting
0: a bit concerned about the child you're raising.
3: You I know, I know. It's because she's not at school. We're not worried about anything coming back to us yet.
0: Oh, yeah, that's the thing. They can get away with more, can't they? Because I don't really care about certain things my kids say. You just don't want them to say them in front of people. <laughs>
1: How does your day work out? We've obviously we've spoken to John and we've had his account of it. So you're doing half the parenting each and then you get half the day to yourself, is that right?
3: Yeah. He's done a, yeah, he told you he's done a rota. Yeah. Hour by hour. How did
1: that go down?
3: Well, I'm purposely trying to, to sabotage it. I can't help <laughs> it. I just don't agree. <laughs> just don't agree. Especially like the activities like that you have to do with her. So like when you're rotated with her, you have a set activity that you do with her.
1: Oh really? He yeah. didn't
3: say that. No, he wouldn't tell you that, no. <laughs> so What
1: <are> the activities?
3: <laughs> um, forest school. Yeah. So when it's forest school, we um, we eat marshmallows inside. <laughs> 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 it is good to have a routine. It has changed yeah. things. It really has. Oh, I do. I do recommend it. So you I agree with
0: it? You just like to disrupt it to annoy John.
3: Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's he, your fun. He's smug. He thinks he's he's solved by
1: are you spending more time as a family than you ever have
3: oh gosh yeah definitely and that it's good it's i don't know about you but like we've come like full circle so all the little kinks of things that you know we've had to sort of iron them out to be able to get on that's good yeah it's been good yeah you've both got two though haven't you
0: no, I've only got one.
3: Oh, have you got one? Oh, yeah, sorry. Got
0: a two-year-old and a four-year-old. So they, they, they do play together, but they do fight. The two's a bit tougher. But then someone else has got three and four, and, and we're quite lucky and stuff. But it's just, it's just they're always there. Because I know quality time's great, but I, I feel like I'm, we're just descending into time now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the quality's dropped, so I'm just doing time.
1: My weekends are completely game over parenting-wise. That's when I really turn on myself, really. The weekends are just complete anarchy and bedlam.
0: Yeah cuz people say I they parent. I don't think I really parent. I'm just not doing any work and I'm just near my kids. <laughs> I don't think it's. I don't know what when the parenting bit begins.
3: Yeah, but you talk to them, don't you? You, you... Oh yeah, I
0: engage and mess around (laughs) with them, but I'm more like their mate than I am a like a a teacher. Uh, But you said you iron out kinks in like the relationship between like the three of you. Is there what was it then that was a troublesome at the start of lockdown that's now been resolved? Any issues between you and John or?
3: I think it's got clarified. We we do want to be with each other.
0: Okay. Yeah. okay, that's positive. That's good news, isn't it? That's good to, to work that
3: out. Yeah, that's, that's a good sign, isn't it? If you're spending longer with somebody and it makes you want to be with them more, I think the the problem was not seeing each other a lot. And you know that yeah. thing of when you, you're actually sort of passing the child between the two of you? Yeah. You're sort of like co-workers sometimes when you're busy. So, yeah. You know, so that, that has been good. And, of course, it's, <laughs> this is his domain. This is his thing, this social distancing, frequent hand washing and food <laughs> rationing. He's been prepping. He's been one of them preppers. He's been waiting for this since puberty. And now it's happened.
1: he has not had a germ on him since about John Major as Prime Minister, really.
3: No, I know.
0: You see a lot more positive than John was when we when you spoke to him because he said he was having a bit of trouble at dinner time with the curry.
3: He made her a quan curry with brown rice. I
0: mean, I'm
1: tapping (laughs)
3: out of that
0: as an adult.
1: He never said that, did he, Josh? No, he he said it was a lovely curry.
3: It was a lovely curry for John. (laughs) (laughs) For someone who's trying to not like food.
0: (laughs) You can't expect a kid to eat that.
3: No, so she pretended that she wanted a poo and I made her chicken dippers. (laughs)
1: Does she um play you off against each other then? Does she understand the different characters?
3: God, she's so clever. She, she's been doing it, yeah. She's had me particularly wrapped around her. She listens to John. He's the disciplinarian. And me, I'm wrapped around a finger. I don't even realise I'm doing stuff. And then before I know it, like, a whole Easter egg's gone. And she's still in her pyjamas and it's four o'clock.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Are you the, you're the good cop then and John's the bad
0: cop. Do
3: you know what I think it is? She sees me as, like, her older sister.
0: Yeah. Like ah. like a
3: sibling. Oh, it's, it's hard.
0: My wife's a bit like that with the two girls, and sometimes in the morning, if it's her turn to get up with them, and she goes in, and they're arguing and fighting, and she starts shouting, I can't work out which one's my wife.
3: <laughs> it just sounds
0: like they're all the same. Like I've got three oh daughters. God. I can't work out the voices.
3: Oh God. oh, God, I do that with her socks. I can't work out whose socks are who. <laughs> 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 It's tricky, it's just no one can prepare you, can they? Like how it changes like your relationship and your home and Yeah. Yeah.
1: Is your home in a good state? Like John must be keeping it pretty sharp.
3: It's all bollocks, this thing about him being tidy. Is it? He's absolutely not tidy. No, no. It'll line up like tins in the fridge, but everything else will just be. And he's not he's not clean. He doesn't hoover or dust or anything like that. It's all I can't believe it. People think, Oh, you must have a real tired house. No, I do it all. Do you? I do, it. I do everything. Yeah, I do everything.
0: Because he was quite angry about the strainer in the sink.
3: Apart from that, yeah.
0: That's his thing, is it?
3: Yeah, we do argue a lot about stuff like that. But I think it's really good to argue, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's you need it.
1: it. I, when you hear a couple that doesn't argue, I find that very creepy.
3: Do you know do you know what's happening if there's a couple who isn't arguing? One of them's having an affair.
0: In lockdown, that'd be ambitious, though, wouldn't it? (laughs) You only get an hour in the park. That's what doggers have been waiting for for years.
3: your skin refuses to be defined by age that's why agency designed future formula a personalized anti-aging formula prescribed by a dermatology provider to treat fine lines wrinkles dark spots and more agency has clinically proven ingredients like tretinoin which is up to 20 times stronger than over-the-counter retinol future formula by agency get your first month free at withagency.com that's w-y-t-h-a-g-e-n-c-y.com 4.95 shipping and handling subject to consultation subscription required cancel anytime
1: Um, are you and you're watching a lot of children's TV lucy are you how bad are you with screen time or are you are you tight on it or are you
3: I'm not no if it's something I'm enjoying <laughs> I just I, yeah it's just so good now children's TV is amazing isn't it yeah. just the best films
1: I was watching um something special you know something special, Mr. Tumble with Pearl, and yeah. then she went up for a nap and it took me about five
3: minutes to realize that I was still watching it. <laughs> He's just on the cusp, isn't he, Mr. Tumble? Uh Oh. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'd let her be in a room with him, (laughs) but I'd have to have the door open so I could hear him.
1: I think he's our greatest physical comedian. I mean, maybe I'm overstating that, but when Mr. Tumble falls over, it
0: absolutely gets me. I absolutely... Yeah, doesn't it? Yeah. Have you you heard of a bloke called Jim Carrey? (laughs) (laughs) I think you'd like him. I I can't believe I'm going to accuse government of being stuck in the 90s. But come on, Rob. He's an amazing physical comedian. You're telling me tumble is better than Ace Ventura. He escaped from the back end of a rhino. That was unbelievable. I I think
1: Mr. Tumble is the closest thing we've ever had to Chaplin. And I say that as someone who's never watched Charlie Chaplin, to be honest. I've watched a lot of Mr. Tumble.
0: That's the kind of thing I'd hear on Radio Four and just switch off and go fuck off, <laughs> fucking shit comics on fucking Radio Four, fuck off. <laughs> and then put magic on and then go and watch a natural comedy.
1: <laughs> Did you have any plans for things you wanted to achieve in this time, Lucy? And have you achieved them?
3: Um, well, yeah, I'm writing um a cat. I'm I am writing a cartoon, but it it's definitely not for. For kids it's about um a family of welsh hamsters that think they're the kardashians called <laughs> the hamdashians
1: what i find astonishing is i'm struggling to tidy all the cupboards in the kitchen and you're considering whether you
0: can animate your own cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say um lucy um if we were still on lockdown and for some reason that the you know john and everyone else in your house just got vanished away for a day and you had the whole house to yourself what would you do with that day and you couldn't do any work but like you were just to relax and have a bit of self-care what is it you'd do
3: oh i mean so but shall i just be honest what i would do be honest i'd really um have a good go on the kitchen floor get everything out and like you know proper clean
0: oh really <laughs> Just really? Cabin yeah. In the kitchen empty.
3: All the nooks and crannies. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm noticing it. Because I'm, um, I have to pretend to be a Yeti a lot at the moment. Um, <laughs> she makes me get on the floor and pretend to be a Yeti. Yeah. You know, okay. if I'm abominable in yeah. that film. Yeah, and I have to go. Rrr. And because I'm, so, I'm doing so much floor work, you see, I'm noticing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm noticing a lot that needs doing.
1: Oh, sort of oh, okay. Oh, down, you know. So that'd be your day's
0: task. would be cleaning the kitchen floor.
3: Yeah, isn't that boring? But when
0: that's done, will you not reward yourself with like a put. Oh, like then it? I get a
3: bottle of gin and just get really pissed and then um, put songs on really loud.
1: Do you go to this uh, to to the pub in your gar? The, the pub in the garage is that John's domain.
3: What I do? I don't come in here a lot. He comes in. He says I'm going to do a bit of work, and then you open the door and you find him just. Like playing darts on his own with a bottle of whiskey. <laughs> so, is that, is this, yeah, is that, that
0: his office then? Or has he got an office? It, it's become
3: his office. Yeah, yeah, so it's his office now. Yeah. Yeah, weird that, isn't it? Yeah. How <laughs> so strange that that becomes. And, and I only come in about once a year, like Christmas, and I get so drunk that I end up turning to someone and saying, We need to get a taxi home. We need to
0: <laughs> <laughs> so are you drinking a then... lot on lockdown,
3: Lucy? Well, I'm I'm one of them. Like I, I really uh, susceptible to what people say, like on social media. So if someone's like got a picture of them, you know, with a glass of wine, then I'll want one. I, I'm not really a drinker, but if if everyone else is, because yeah. <laughs> I thought that's what we were all doing. Thought we were all meant to be drinking every day.
0: Oh. <laughs> Part of the guidelines.
3: Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, but I've stopped. I've stopped that now. So I'm I'm not really bothered about drinking everyday I'd, I'd, I'd rather like every six months not remember two days of my life
0: <laughs> <laughs> we've put a rule in now where what we do is we save fun stuff for the weekend so we don't have any takeaways or any drink now during the week and then Friday Saturday and Sunday we can drink all three of those days and like we've got this bit of Lego that the, the girls want to do and they said can we do it and before I was like yeah let's just do it now because we've got all this time but now like, no, let's save it for the weekend so it feels like we're building to something every week rather than it just being yeah. a big free for all
3: Oh, that's a good idea. And
0: in a beer at fri- like seven o'clock on a Friday night, it feels so good oh. rather than eleven a.m. on a on a Tuesday.
1: <laughs> I have that in that I've I've got drunk two Fridays in a row, and it does feel like it does feel like end of the week. Mm-hmm. When I'm working on a Friday afternoon, and I know I'm hitting the pub, which is basically the sitting room, I genuinely a <laughs> <laughs> feeling of freedom is like nothing else. It's unbelievable.
0: It must be so nice having that pub in your garage, though, because you can, like, at seven, like, for us, like, we just sit in, like, the the kitchen and have a drink. We've got our kitchen front room thing, like, we'll knock the wall through. And it's like we're just in the same room we've been in. But, like, to go into a fresh room and pour a pint, it must feel like you're at the pub. Lucy, can you both go into the pub
1: together uh, when your daughter is asleep?
3: Oh, well, this is it. We can, but we feel a bit... Because we tried it and we were so anxious, so like he'll come in here on his own, basically.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And what are you doing with your evenings? Are you finding you're kind of enjoying the fact you're together in your evenings a lot more?
3: Yeah, I mean, how we do it? We just watch telly anyway, really. Nothing's really changed. Um, what we're watching, I'm really, I can't watch anything like heavy.
0: Yeah, Rose Scott. Yeah, I can't watch anything too heavy because I, I feel like I'm, you know everyone has up days and down days but i feel pretty sort of chilled about it all but then there was this really sort of you know them like sad stories about children with cancer and stuff like that that just it's like an advert one of them come on and I just completely burst into tears yeah. out of nowhere and i was like oh where did that come because it's in there somewhere because we're all a bit anxious aren't we and i was like oh my god so I like can't... anything like that i swerve
1: did you cry with the uh, i cried with the uh, the first applause the first, I've, I've hardened oh, up now yeah. So I've done it a few
0: times. I can deal with it now. Yeah. But the first applause absolutely
3: slayed me. Yeah, I felt the same.
0: So on lockdown, has there been a moment that's been like a real highlight where you've got oh, this is amazing, we're all together, or something happened and it was a little moment in time you thought, oh, this is great. And what's been like a low point where you thought, oh, well, I can't do this. This is doing my head in.
3: Oh, God. I mean, I have like burst like, Many times <laughs> a day, like it's a wash with highs and lows, I think like really sort of really spending that really like sort of focused time with my with my daughter's made me realize that she is she's gonna be really weird <laughs> she's gonna be really weird she's gonna be like me, she looks normal, but she's she's weird she the particular highlight was when I said where are you going? She said, I'm just going to go get dressed in some of my sweet Italian clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm so proud. I was like, that's so random. You're going to really struggle at school. <laughs> <laughs> but it was really heartwarming. It's it yeah.
1: oh, lovely. Oh, that's nice. So that's, that's the positive, that one.
3: And, lo, probably today, actually, um, John is currently sulking that we didn't save him any mango. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely. Yeah, we went on a picnic and he just turned to me and he didn't sound angry. He just said, I just want you to know, I'm really, really upset that you didn't think of me um, when you, when you <laughs> ate that mango. <laughs> i mad about it now.
0: <laughs> he, he was <laughs> don't mess with that man's mango. He mentioned that to us as well. The mango.
3: Yeah. Wow. It was joking, did he? Oh my god. That is amazing. Well, he want you he want went wake. want awake, So we at it.
1: Ah, uh, so what time are you um? Are you eating the mango in the morning? That's an early start with the mango, isn't
3: it? She woke up at six this morning.
1: I think that's the psychological difference between. Five fifty nine and six oh, AM is huge. Is the biggest there's no other I'd say that's far yeah. more different than the difference between like three o'clock and five o'clock in the afternoon. That one minute between five fifty nine and 6,
0: Complete yeah. day game changer. What I've learned, but I've not I've never enforced it. You feel so much better if you wake up before them, have a shower and you're downstairs having a coffee, and then when they woke up and come downstairs, you're like, Yeah, welcome to my world as a <laughs> home. To them jumping on you, do you know what I mean?
3: Yeah, you're
0: right. Just sat there and coffee. Like this is my day where when you're in bed, and they go, "Can I get out there? Can I get you You're their prison bitch for the day."
3: Yeah, because that w- waking up with like, "Mummy," yes. that like oh. is like
0: it's like, like waking thinking. up late, isn't it? You're missing your alarm. You go, oh, it's that panic yeah. and stress where if you're up before them, and you're, even though you're more tired psychologically, you're in charge of the day. Oh,
1: I know. that's a really good idea. And once Pearl is shouting out. And she'll be shouting out for Rose, but I'll be the one that's going through. So I've so once she's shouting out and I've and then I I go to the toilet, but the pressure on going to the toilet when she's getting increasingly irate, it's the most stressful start to the day you could possibly have. You've basically got someone shouting you to hurry up having a piss, and it's it's like being in a in a pub when someone's gonna throw up in the cubicle after you. <laughs>
3: Yeah, no, you're right. And and it's a night when the ill as well, I've noticed that don't like <laughs> you know when they wake up coughing in the shout for you, he, he he can't go to her. He has to go to the toilet first. Yeah, that's one she's shouting and he's going, I'm <laughs> coming, I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> Every time, sometimes three times a night, each time he has to go. It's just like, Wee, that sounds like a whore. <laughs> I don't get it, because men like he does not drink anything. Where does it come from i tell you where it comes from you know
1: when he says he's going to work in the pub bit (laughs) (laughs) uh it's it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you lucy i'm glad you're keeping well thank you so much
3: you both sound like you're handling it just just you're on the cusp aren't you obviously really
1: on the. do you know what we kind of started this podcast to make ourselves feel a bit better and I, it's genuinely helped for me so far. Has helped for you?
0: Oh. No, I feel worse. Everyone's nailing it. <laughs> Lucy's having the time of her life. All she wants is an hour so she can clear the kitchen on her own. I'm running around my house screaming. <laughs> <laughs> Lucy Beaumont,
1: oh. thank you Thanks, very Lucy. much. Thank you. Cheers, mate. Bye. That was the excellent Lucy Beaumont. Um, Rob. Yes. Thoughts on curry gate?
0: I think we all know what we're thinking. Chick, pea, and sweet potato. An adult wouldn't want it, John. Never mind a child.
1: I—that I, That is a thing, isn't it, really? that When was the first time you tried a sweet potato, Rob?
0: Um, I, I, you know what? I can work my way around a sweet potato fry.
1: If you order a sweet potato fry, it's such a disappointing middle ground between. It's also. Is there no health and no joy? You might as well just go fries or go a salad. Sweet yeah. potato fries is so depressing because it's not quite what you want. It's a waste of everybody's time.
0: Yeah, and also it's so crispy yet floppy and fleshy. It's an unbelievable <laughs> texture experience.
1: It's all the, the dips are the only saving grace of a sweet potato. Fries. Oh my god!
0: And if you go bareback on a sweet potato fry, <laughs> a friend of mine. I'm not having that. Imagine an animal just ploughed it in, no seasoning or dip. Oh.
1: There's nothing that is healthy enough that it is worth ordering a sweet potato fry for. It's not possible to be that healthy. Do you
0: know what I find unsettling is when you go to an old school calf and that you order beans and the plates are so massive, there is always just a single layer of beans. Oh, what, do you want them piled up? Yeah, I just find it all spread out. It's just too, it's too much area. <laughs> it's like when you look at Russia on a map. You can't be
1: Do you know the, the what is worse than that? If you order beans in a in a non old school calf and they don't tell you, but they've actually made the beans themselves.
0: Oh, I've got to self isolate out there for a bottle of irons, you animals.
1: That was Lucy Beaumont, though. It was great to talk to her.
0: Yeah, I love Lucy Beaumont. She's great. <laughs> Sorry about the rant.
1: <laughs> thank you for listening. Uh, thank you to Lucy as well uh, for being on the episode. Uh, she was brilliant. Um, if you have enjoyed the show, and to be honest, if you've got this far and you aren't enjoying the show, what is wrong with you? <laughs> um, if you have enjoyed the show, please give it a five-star review on iTunes. Please subscribe, because because uh, one week Rob's going to have a proper breakdown. You don't want to miss it. You don't yeah, want to miss it.
0: Exactly. Also, as well, we slipped down a bit. Peter Crouch turned out of the podcast, oh, fair enough. Number three. Bloody I Peter know. Crouch. Also, with someone else coming up the rear behind us. Scary-looking fella, Ross Kemp.
1: Kemp cast.
0: Kemp is on the case.
1: Please do not let us be beaten by Kempcast. No,
0: exactly. The first
1: episode is an hour and a half of it. I'm listening to it. I'm sure it's very good because he scares me. Yeah. But he's talking to someone from the SAS. Change oh my the God. record, Kemp. Come on. Change man. the record. So, um, do give us, uh, you know, all that we need to fight off the Kempcast. Yes. We will let you know next week whether we did manage to fight off Kempcast. Later this week, we will be joined by the amazing Jonathan Ross.
0: Oh, it's a banger. See them. Bye. Don't let us get beaten by Grant Mitchell.
2: Hello and welcome to John Richardson and the Future How to Survive the Apocalypse. I am John Richardson, professional whingebag and defeatist, and I am joined by the Future who are Mark Stevenson, hello. Hello. And Ed Gillespie, Hello. Hello. Mark and Ed are the two experts who are invited before I make a series like Ultimate Warrior to make me look more informed and intelligent, and this podcast will attempt to lay bare that entire process by proving that, in fact, I know nothing and they know everything. Each episode, will discuss some of the problems facing our society, and through an attempt to find some optimism, we'll offer up some solutions as well. As my co-pilots on this journey, Mark and Ed, are... Um, insightful interesting and witty people and they can tell you exactly what the future will be in five years right guys (laughs) (laughs) i'm not sure that's strictly true but you know no i'll take it yes (laughs) take the compliment where it's offered they both know more than me and frankly are of more use to society than me however people seem to uh follow me on twitter and not them so this podcast is an attempt to reverse that process if i have one goal for this podcast series it's that by the end i have three followers left and they are my wife my neighbors and my mum. and everyone else has realized why wouldn't i just listen to these two in the first place